Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So good to be alive, my friends. Thank you for joining us on this Tuesday afternoon. And that uh, is so prophetic, that song for our show not only because I'm happy to be alive after, you know, by being diagnosed with cancer 15 months ago, but today is a great day and I am feeling a sense of awe and wonder. I shared that at the three o'clock and if you missed it, I just, um, I just want to share one more time before we get into this Remington story uh, with the Sandy Hook families and also the Parents' Bill of, right, of Rights. We're going to be talking about that in the next hour. It's a new GOP bill, uh, and we're going to get comment on it by teacher, once a teacher of the year, Mark Westfall, a listener to our show. We're gonna, he's going to be join, joining us in just a minute. Oh, and the reason Paul isn't joining me anymore is because we started the show saying how great our technology is, that we can do the show from all sorts of different locations, and then his technology failed. So we have sent Paul to happy hour friends, right? It's five o'clock. Uh, Paul is going to enjoy his no internet where he is in Florabama and I'm um, going to go have a drink and call it a day. So you're stuck with me and David for the last hour. I am in our, our Vail studio, our Colorado studio, visiting a dear friend. And um, I had a very anxious morning because I wanted to get on back on my snowboard. I haven't been on it in three years. Yes, due to the pandemic, but also due to my cancer diagnosis. And when you have cancer, your whole body changes. You, I went through intensive, intensive chemotherapy inpatient for eight months. And now I'm still in treatment. I have two more, I have 18 more months of maintenance therapy. And in fact, I began my chemo infusions yesterday. So yesterday, you know, literally like maybe 30 hours ago, I was at Minnesota Oncology getting an infusion of vincristine with my hands and feet in ice buckets so it doesn't cause neuropathy. And then 30 hours later, I was on top of a mountain and on my snowboard praying that I still had the stamina and the strength and the muscle memory after three years and almost dying to do this. And I did. And I did. I took my first run. My, I took three runs today, and, and that was it because I was tired after three. Uh, but I did. I it, As I was 
on my board, I was near in tears. And when I got on the lift, I did cry because I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful to be in a beautiful space. I'm grateful to be able to stand on my board and have it flow underneath me and and take that snowboarding ride. And I am grateful that I was strong enough to do it, that I had the hemoglobin, the oxygen to make that happen for myself because I wasn't sure that that was ever going to happen again. And today it happened. So I am filled with gratitude and awe. And I try to be that way every day for my body because my body has been pumped full of poison over the last year and a half. And I think not just for me, this is a testament to the human body, what we can endure and then what we can, not always, but what we can do after the storm passes. And I still am in the tail of the storm. And many of you are, you've been on this journey with me. You're with me on my caring bridge You're with me on my Instagram. And I did post the video. David told me to post the video. My husband, who is an expert snowboarder was behind me. He was actually recording video because he was so proud of me also. So um, I posted it on my Instagram at Jordana Verde on my Twitter at Jordana WCCO. I- I'm not a great snowboarder. I never was. I learned at age 40. I learned, you know, begrudgingly because my husband was and we wanted to teach the kids. So I, I learned um, and I appreciated it today so much, feeling like a normal person post-cancer. Um, I've been in remission for months now, and I'm just filled with grand, uh, awe and gratitude today. So it is a great day to be alive. It really is. And much to discuss on the show. Thank you for letting me share that with you, because I, I hope that every day you can get up with a sense of gratitude or a, some sense of awe that, uh, thank God, I am still here, because I feel that, and I wanted to share. When we return, the Parents' Bill of Rights, do we need this? Do we need this? Um, I'm going to go hard pass, no, but it's still happening. It's still a thing. Minnesota State GOP has introduced bills requiring teachers to share curriculum with parents. We talked about this earlier with Stephen Belton. You can use the Odyssey app and rewind and hear that whole conversation. But, hmm, because I am a parent of of public school children, and I know what they're working on. I can go in and and see what they're working on anytime I want to get into the parent portal, anytime I want to email the teacher, anytime I want to call them or call the principal. I always get a call back and they say, what do you want to know? And we talk about what they're learning. Or if I want to know what my kids are learning in school, I ask my kids what they're learning and they tell me. So, this parent's bill of rights is this grandstanding. And then more importantly, what do the teachers think about it? Well, we are going to talk to Mark Westfall, who is a current teacher here in Minneapolis or in Minnesota. He was also a teacher of the year a few years back. What does he think about all of this? We'll share next. It's called the Minnesota parents bill of rights. It's echoing other measures nationwide that are looking to limit what public schools can teach. Um, Senator Justin Eichhorn, Republican from Grand Rapids, said the package aims to empower parents in their children's education. They believe children, uh, he claims Democrats believe children belong to the system and not to their parents, and we believe that is wrong. Um, I don't believe that. I'm a parent with kids in public school, and I feel very empowered 
in my children's education. I can call the teacher. I can email the teacher. I can look at the parent portal. I can read any of the 50 million emails that they send me every day about their status, about their things that they were graded, about their school lunch, about if they were absent or tardy that day. There is so much communication between the school and me. It's too much, quite frankly. (laughs) I delete a lot of those emails. No offense, but I can be as involved as I want to be because the school, in my opinion, the public school that my kids go to is doing a great job keeping me informed. And I also talk to my children about what they're learning. So um, this package includes bill that would require districts and teachers to provide a range of information to parents, including syllabus details. Um, So again, that's what the Senate Republicans are planning to bring back. Um, they also want to establish a bunch of other things, but particularly we're talking about the Minnesota Parents' Bill of Rights. So what do teachers think about this? Hmm. Mark Westfall is a social studies teacher in South St. Paul. And um, Mark, we've had him on the show before. We love dropping in and getting his perspective. Mark, you've heard about this, right? Oh, I've absolutely heard about it. And um, I think you had you had mentioned a comment sort of about the political posturing or the gesturing that's out there grandstanding i think is the phrase you used and mm-hmm. i do think a lot of it is political grandstanding um with the the parents bill of rights uh, that was just uh, proposed within the last day or so there's about five different bills and frankly about three of them already exist in state statute they've just added a little bit more language The problem is a lot of that language is ambiguous at best. It doesn't give any clarification to what exactly is needed to. What it's going to do, though, is create talking points for the next six to eight months before an election, create talking points immediately Mm -hmm. after an election, and not really deliver much of anything that parents actually need or could use. Don't parents have access to the syllabus and to all of your curriculum now? And would this create more work for you? It it could create more work. And again, it, it goes back to the vague writing of what's actually in the proposed bills. Um, most teachers do create a syllabus for their courses. And just like any college syllabus as well, things could change throughout the year. One of the things that uh, should be taken into consideration by uh, the senators who drafted this is state statute already dictates that teachers need to modify, differentiate, and adapt different lessons or learning abilities for different students. So we're doing that on a regular basis to begin with. In my 13-year career, I've had a handful of students ask me, or a handful of parents contact me and ask, what am I teaching about? Or my son or daughter said this, I need clarification. Mm -hmm. But in 13 years, I've never been asked to provide alternate Uh, materials for a child. And again, that's actually already codified in state statute that that we can. Some of the language, though, uh, Senate File 2909, for example, says that the legislature further finds uh, that important information relating to a minor child should not be withheld, either inadvertently or purposely from a child's parent, including a child's health, well-being, or education. I I frankly don't know what that means, and none of the senators are going to clarify what that means either. Basically, it's saying it's accusing public school teachers of withholding information, but they won't say what information is being withheld or Mm -hmm. what exactly needs to be reported. So things like that are added into some of these series of about five bills that makes it really hard to defend or argue 
what are you actually saying? What are you for? What are you against? But it's mm-hmm. a great soundbite. Yeah. I, and we should call it like it is. This is parents who don't want like things like critical race theory or the Holocaust taught in their kid's school. That's what this is. Because if you teach critical race theory, which, by the way, just to be fully clear, no one, nobody is teaching critical race theory. It is a college-level theory, often not being taught ever in any college. No public school teaches critical race theory. And I, I got that from our Department of Education high-ups when we had them on the show. You don't teach critical race theory, do you, do, do you Mark? You're 100% correct in in what you just said. Critical race theory is not something that's taught in Minnesota schools. Now, Mm -hmm. where some people want to believe it is, is because more and more history teachers and geography teachers have been more inclusive in the history that they have been teaching. For example, I, along with numerous teachers throughout the state, will look at the standards and say, yes, we need to have the voices of the marginalized people who haven't been necessarily in all of our textbooks over the course of history for lots of different reasons. So you've got Paul Gazelka, and he's gone on the record numerous times in the last couple of days, again, saying that this is aimed at the social study standards. So I serve on the, I'm the vice president of the Minnesota council for the social studies. And one of the things that we've been upset about, and we've tried to reach out to these different legislators who are propagating these Falsehoods, I think, is the best way to put it, is they continue to say stuff like, during the state standards revision, they're trying to eliminate George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, World War I, World War II, and the Holocaust from the standards. It couldn't be the furthest thing from the truth. But again, they're great talking points to rally a base, to get upset, to get motivated to try to make change at an election time. It's disheartening, it's disservicing for the state of Minnesota. And furthermore, when we (laughs) take it to the next step of um, one of the bills is, again, to try to get more money into private schools or charter schools with the voucher system. I understand the concept of trying to, you know, you're just trying to get education for every child in the state. However, where the argument fails is our state constitution in the 13th article specifically says that education is going to be created by the state for the state's public school education system for all students. So it, it doesn't really, it doesn't pass the muster test at times when the arguments come out and you see them at pivotal times when it starts coming closer to a general election or when you start having uh, different, uh, different races start to heat up in the Minnesota legislature. So it really is disheartening. But parents and students have the option of going to a charter school. They have the option of creating a charter school. They have the option of going to private school if they want to. I guess, again, this seems like a false argument. And I'm hearing you say it's based on lies because they're claiming and whipping up their base that you are eliminating things like George Washington, which is just a flat out lie. You're not doing that. That's, again, absolutely correct. And the the thing about the Minnesota State stat, uh, Standards revision process within the past year, it's been open to the public. They've held numerous town hall meetings. It's been live streamed. They've had public comment sessions to be able to do this. When you go to school board aspects, too, uh, Senator Chamberlain and uh, Senator Gazelka 
both said that, you know, there's no way for parents to be involved in the process. They're being eliminated from the process in favor of teachers who want to restrict them. Absolutely not. True? School board meetings school board meetings are open to the public. The curriculum, which is the actual lessons that teachers are going to teach, that's created at the district level, not at the state level. The state's responsible for setting the standards. Here's a subset of now we could have a different argument. It's incredibly difficult to teach 64 different standards in a sixth and seventh grade history class over the course of 39 weeks and have valuable meaning to that. That's incredibly difficult. Mm -hmm. But that's not the argument either. Their argument is the curriculum. So why are we creating state statute when it is a local issue? And that's the ironic thing. Most GOP members want education to be controlled locally by parents. So why are we also creating the overarching state laws that do exactly what they claim they don't want it to do, create more bureaucracy at the top level. Would it create more work for me? Maybe. I, I don't know for sure. I, as you pointed out, I have almost every single thing that I do in the classroom is on, we have a, a product called Schoology. Others mm-hmm. use Google Classroom. Others just have websites. My information's there. Any parent can yeah. access it pretty much at any time. And again, it's set up that you do go to your school board and ask for curriculum. You say, what are you doing? What is your process for your review cycle within your district? I want to be involved in that. That aspect isn't happening right now. So, Mark, uh, and by the way, we're speaking with Mark Westfall, who is a social studies teacher in South St. Paul. So if I'm a, a, a parent of your student and I say, hey, Mark, can you please share your curriculum with me right now? What's your answer? What part of it do you want? How much of it do you want? And how quickly do you need it? Because it's, it's going to take a little bit of time. Um, right now, again, I'm, I'm constantly evolving and adapting what's going to take place in my classroom. I've got my outline. Currently, we're talking about the Civil War in sixth grade Minnesota studies. But what I did last year needs to be tweaked and modified a little bit. I'm going to find a new source that I'm going to put in there. The kids are going to take me in a slightly di- different direction to get to our end goal. And that's the way education should be. If you're asking me to put out a set of curriculum and lesson plans a month in advance, or as some have argued, an entire year in advance, it's it's impossible. And if you're doing that, you're doing your own students a disservice because you're not differentiating. You're not adapting. You're just piecemealing everything together, say, here's the rubber stamp, here's how it took place, bam, let's move on. That's not how education works. It's not how kids' minds work. It's not how teachers should work. So I'm going to word it a lot nicer than that, but I'm going to ask, what parts do you want to know about? Do you have a concern? And then I want to sit down with you in person if possible, because it could just be a misunderstanding, or maybe they do want to see the whole process. If they do, great. Here's my computer. I'll start projecting some things up. Let's go over it. What are your concerns? Now, Mark, when I as and other a teacher, teachers are you, have reached are you trying out, to hide anything? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, ahead, I sure sorry. hope I'm not trying to hide anything. Um, what I was going to say is I, I am curious what, what some of our lawmakers are potentially trying to hide. We've reached out to them. We've said, talk to us. We're the people that are in charge of implementing the system of social studies delivery. Why don't you invite us to the table and ask your questions to us? We don't get responded to. And then the next day you see another interview where, again, we're taking out World War II from the curriculum or we're taking out 
the Holocaust or Abe Lincoln is never going to be taught in schools anymore or we're just teaching how all white people are bad. And you're sitting there scratching your head going, where is this coming from? But step back and you see that it is a national movement that's happening right now. It's not isolated to Minnesota. It's not isolated to Wisconsin. It's happening throughout nearly all the states right now, which is troubling. Sad troubling, disturbing, and I go back, a political grandstanding. It is a trumped-up solution created for a non-existent problem. I hope the voters of Minnesota, the parents of school children, are smart enough to see through this. You heard it from the mouth of an actual social studies teacher. He will be happy to send you what he is teaching your children, as they all will. Like I said, the communication is almost too much for me that I get from the school. But uh, Mark, we appreciate all that you do, and we appreciate you laying this plane for us as parents and people who don't want to be fooled by the people that we elected or we don't want to be gaslit and we don't want to be that we don't want to have a spin on a trumped up solution to a, a fake problem. Uh, Mark Westfall, social studies teacher in South St. Paul. Your students are lucky to have you and we are lucky to have you. Thank you for chatting with me today. Thanks for taking the time. I really appreciate you giving this a space because it, it's going to need it some more in the future as well, whether it's my voice or any number of others. It's important. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. Yep. And and we'll keep having this conversation. We're going to keep talking to teachers. We'll keep talking to lawmakers. Uh, but I, I also think that you and I, parents, need to keep talking. We need to keep each other honest and truthful. And the fact that we don't want to create... We got enough problems, folks. Remember, we're living through a global pandemic. We have a lot of mental health issues with our kids and ourselves. We got enough problems. We don't need ones invented and, and people whipped up into a frenzy about things that are not existing. This is the critical rate, the critical race, the critical thinking skills that parents now need to employ. If you think your kids are being taught something that they're not being taught, just ask, reach out, talk. Nobody teaches critical race theory, but I for one wish they would. I think it's important to know the history of black people in this country and how how they have been kept down and how how there have been laws like Red Line District and and Jim Crow laws that have kept them down from getting mortgages and moving to certain neighborhoods. People should be taught that. Our children should be taught that. Juneteenth should be taught. It all should be taught because it's truth. It is our history. We shouldn't shy from it. We should learn from it. We should welcome it. But don't worry. They're not teaching it yet because we don't want anybody's feelings to get hurt. We'll keep talking about this. I promise we will. Uh, Quick break here on CCO. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Got a call on the line from Minna, who is listening to our conversation with Mark Westfall about this GOP bill, which is called a Parents' Bill of Rights. Minna is a special ed teacher in Minnetonka. And Minna, I'd like to, you to weigh in on how this would affect you and your students as a special ed teacher. And, and thank you so much for calling in. Thanks, Jordana. I just wanted to thank you for putting light to this issue for us and um, gaining the support of actual teachers in the classroom. We appreciate it. I also heard the interview this morning on my way to work um, of Michelle Benson um, um, proposing the bill. So that was interesting um, information for me. Um, well, how, what's your reaction? Education. Yeah, yeah. My reaction is that um, we need, we, well, in Minnetonka, we do a fabulous job communicating with parents. We just do. And like you said, maybe over communicating, there's a lot of information <laughs> that goes out. I also um, uh, heard this morning that saying like teachers aren't responsive to parents and Oh, of course, maybe a rare exception, mm-hmm. but I think it's a rare exception. So it, mm-hmm. it, it made my blood boil a little bit. I just mm-hmm. appreciated Mark's comments and points. The points are very valid, keeping um, the school district decisions at the school district level and that it further um, complicates things or involves bureaucracy. Um, his points are very valid and, and your clarification questions were very good. So thank you. But specifically, you talked, I mean, we talked sort of on a, a regular level for regular social studies uh, students or regular, you know, teachers. You work special ed, and part of this bill is yeah. about special ed students. So how would it affect you as a teacher and your students? Well, our goal in special education is to individualize for the student. So to put out um, a cookie-cutter curriculum, that's not what we do. So um, it's it's asking for a cookie cutter service and in mainstream they try to individualize education of course as well so it's and then if if that were to happen then we would have a wave of we don't individualize education enough mm-hmm. again i so the cat for me is chasing its tail exactly it, it would make more work for you guys 
And I, yeah. this, this whole non-communication thing, that, that's a non-starter for me. Anytime I have reached out to any of my kids, uh, teachers or school yeah. counselor, even the principal of their school called me once because I had an yeah. issue with one of their juntos. My kids are Spanish immersion. I had a, you know, an issue with one yeah. of their classes and, and, and the principal reached out to me and I'm like, I can't believe you're calling yeah. me. You're like the school celebrity and, and you're calling me. And I was just really grateful that all of the communication was happening. So that's crap. I'm calling bull on that. And also I think it's, it's laziness. And I think what they really want to know is, are you teaching critical race theory? Are you teaching that, you know, black people weren't really be yeah. as treated as bad as they were? Are you teaching that natives weren't really as bad, uh, treated as bad yeah. as they were? And they were. I mean, that's, we need to yeah. call it like it is. We need to stop with this crap covering up for parents' bill of rights. I got plenty of rights. I'm a parent. I, I got yeah. it. So I'm just, yeah. I'm tired so of this. Meaning. I want us. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. And teachers <laughs> will respond. Michelle Benson said this morning. Um, we're wasting months. You don't hear back in months. I've never, oh, please. ever please. not responded within 48 hours or more. Yes. So, yes. Thank you, you right. so much Mina, for Mina. your uh, support of educating everybody on this issue. Well, Minna, we thank you. You're the hero here. They're the special ed teacher in Minnetonka. Minna and Mark are the heroes, and all of you teachers are the heroes. And um, we're just going to keep telling it like it is here. It's crap. Uh, and it's a lie. It's never, at least for me and all of my parents, that friends that are parents, they hear back from their teachers. Um, and, and if they don't in a day, they go to the next level and then they hear back again. So this waiting months, that's crap. And we need to start calling out lies because I'm so done with people being lied to, there being spin, all of this gaslighting. I'm so tired. Uh, we need the truth. We just need to be honest with each other. We need to not fool each other. We need to not think parents are idiots or voters are idiots. We see you and we see through you and we see your motives. So we all need to remember that on voting day as well. Parents, we got this. Teachers, we got this. We don't need lawmakers making up trumped up solutions to fake problems to create greater issues. We will keep talking about it. We will. When we return, I'll look back. Some of the show highlights in a moment. Boy, we had a little feisty show. We had some issues. That's why Paul's not with me. Got some technical problems, but that's okay. They knock us down. We keep coming back. It's all good. I'm happy to be with you today. We spoke earlier with Tim Lammers. He reviewed the movie that I will be watching tonight with the fam. I want you back on Amazon Prime. You are going to love this movie. It's a post-Valentine's Day movie for you. Uh, yeah, Charlie Day, I love him in Always Sunny. It's not quite as edgy as Always Sunny, but it is funny. That's a good thing. Charlie Day okay. and Jenny Slate play Peter and Emma, respectively. Peter was kicked to the curb after six years by his girlfriend, Anne, played by Gina Rodriguez, and Noah, played by Scott Eastwood, breaks it off with Emma after being together for 18 months. So... These two kids, uh, played by Charlie Day and Jenny Slate, they meet accidentally, uh, they form a friendship, and then eventually conspire to break up the new relationships of their exes, so their former lovers will hopefully run back to them. I love these romantic comedies, and we need them. Life is heavy, my friends. Things are hard. We need to laugh. We need to be silly. We need some happy endings. I watched Marry Me with J-Lo, and Owen Wilson loved it, so tonight it's I Want You Back. 
Uh, we also had a pretty feisty show. I'm pretty fired up about this new parents' bill of rights because I think it's a complete farce. We spoke with Urban League Twin Cities CEO and President Stephen Belton about this parents' bill of rights. Well, I think it's a preemptive strike on teaching anything that uh, is politically different or is divisive to certain people and to certain communities. Uh, the fact of the matter is, from my perspective, that the, you know that all of these things that are taught, there is always going to be a contrary view. Anything that's taught in social studies and English, choice of uh, authors, who you include, who you don't include, all of that can be potentially divisive or it could be a learning opportunity. So I know that when I was growing up, there were certain things that weren't taught and certain things that were taught in the schools that were offensive to my parents' worldview and to their view of who we were. You can imagine growing up hmm. in the 50s and 60s that, you know, they had, you know, horrendous, you know, they were, they were just terrible examples, particularly as regarded African-Americans. If we were in the history books at all, or if we were in literature at all, it was in some form of character. My parents pushed back on that. They said, that is not who you are. It is not a complete or even an accurate view of you are. And they introduced us to literature, to storytelling, to narrative. They pointed us to other things. They spurred our curiosity. They were teaching us critical theory, not critical race theory. And let me say for a moment about critical race theory. There's nothing scary about critical race theory. But what it does is it scares people who want to hold on to the status quo and who have this idealized view of who America is. I think we grow and we get better when we embrace our past, even the terrible things that have been done, because how in the world are we to learn from them and not repeat them if we're not teaching them and if we don't own up to what happened? And so I'm not afraid of these things. I embrace them. Even the things that I don't agree with, I embrace as an opportunity to say, you can challenge these. You can stand up for yourself and you can speak your own mind, even in class. So we need to be empowering parents. We need to be empowering children as well. But more importantly, we need to be inviting parents to take responsibility for their children's education and not merely turn their children over to the educators. What a beautiful way to live. Embrace uncertainty, embrace knowledge, embrace difference, embrace sometimes being uncomfortable because that is how we grow. Thank you to Stephen Belton. The news is next on CCO. The Wolves pregame at 6.30 at 7 o'clock, Wolves versus Hornets. Thank you for joining me and Paul and David today. We'll see you tomorrow. Full body Michelin man condom the whole time. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.